Yeah, I'm just like, I don't really want to get, you know, fucking wet anymore. Wet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Steve, Dave. First, they postponed Burning Man, and I did not speak out because, really, who cares about a bunch of hippies and pretentious artists and riding bikes naked and all that other shit? Then they postponed Coachella, and I gave even less of a shit about that. Trust fund babies, rich celebrities from L.A. Ooh, let's all put flowers in our hair and use Instagram filters. And then they postponed the 10th anniversary, tell them Steve Dave. And that is something that's worth talking about. Yes, unfortunately, uh, we have uh, fallen prey to the, the corona postponement, the corona effect. The show is going to be postponed for exactly 364 days. Uh, we're looking at June 12th, 2021, to celebrate uh, the Tell em Steve Dave 11th anniversary bash, and uh, that seems to make more sense even than us having a 10th anniversary bash. And the way it works is that uh, it's postponed, so if you have your tickets, you have your tickets. You're set for next year. If you do not want to keep your tickets, you can get a refund. Uh, I don't know exactly how you do that, but, uh, you know, go to Ticketmaster, what have you. Other than that, you really don't have to do anything aside from cancel your travel arrangements and your hotels and your Airbnbs and all that stuff. Uh, I wanted to be able to tell you as soon as possible so that you can do that while the uh, travel industry is still being a little bit lenient with that sort of thing so of course it sucks and of course it's beat because now what do i have to look forward to the rest of this year nothing i've got nothing to look forward to the rest of this year don't worry we'll get through it together by that uh, by that time uh, we won't have to be wearing masks and i think people won't be as afraid anymore and everyone can have a chance to sort of economically recover from this bullshit and then we'll uh, gather in large groups and maybe we'll give each other a different kind of disease. I don't know, an STD maybe. Something new, some kind of new STD that everyone's like, oh my God, you have that? Gross. But not deadly. Just, you know, stigmatizing. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Tell em Steve Dave. We've got a perfect triangulation of personalities here for you. Two in Jersey, one in Staten Island. Are you awesome or not? I mean, come on. I'm trying to build some uh, oh, excitement I, here. I don't know the angle. I, I, it sounded, I've never heard you describe it that way before, so I thought you were going somewhere with it. No, of course not. I do the no. light stuff, and then I rely on you two to do the heavy lifting. Oh, all right. Pop in with a remark wow, here and there. Funny. Remind people, like, hey, I'm here too, that kind of thing. That's funny because I, I thought my job was popping in every once in a while. <laughs> Uh, speaking of popping in, Walt Flanagan popped in on me today. What do you mean? Stopped by my my place. Uh, this is what kind of half ass social distancing is this? 
It was um, very solid, let me tell you, because he had a, a sweet Tell Him Steve Dave scarf wrapped around his face, as he said he would. Oh, yeah, he did say that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't really, I didn't really dig when I was the first time I ever wore it, though, and it's just too hot. It just made me, it, it just is not comfortable, but I, I guess those are the, the price you have to pay, though. Well, um, it's not really designed as a uh, COVID-19 mask, so when he says it's too good, I think he's saying sign up to Patreon and get stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, this thing can stop a bullet. Yeah, it's, it's heavy. <laughs> You're not the only person I saw today. I actually had to go out for one of my first jaunts out into the real world today, and I had to get my car um, serviced. So I got to see the one and only Sunday Jeff today for the first time in, in weeks. Oh, so he's, uh, he's part of an essential business, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 deemed essential. <laughs> so is his great grandfather in World War Two. <laughs> uh, wow! So how was that? It was interesting because uh, <laughs> was it like I didn't miss anything? I thought I'd miss something. There, there's literally nothing. <laughs> they made the people who are getting their car serviced though um, wait in a trailer. For <laughs> they thought that this was, I guess, more safe for whatever reason. So they rented this trailer and it's like a trailer that you would have on a, you know, like the last trailer I was in, it very much reminded me of the reboot set. Cause it was a trailer like that. Oh, like a honey, a honey wagon, right? That's what they call them. Q honey wagon, like a small trailer yeah, with like general. a little bathroom and bed. Yeah. yeah, there was yeah no, they, no, go ahead. Nah, I was just agreeing with him. Uh, but there, yeah, there was no honey, there was no uh, bathroom or bed, but there was like a TV and a magazine stand and a coffee pot and about 16 chairs. But I was the only one there for the entire time. So when I brought my car in, the, 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 the mechanic is just like, um, all right, it'll be about an hour and a half. And I'm looking around and I'm like, why? There's uh, no one else here. What were you get done? getting done again? Just maintenance. It said I had to bring it in and get the... Um, the oil changed and the, and I guess just it, the maintenance light came on. Right. So okay. you got to bring it in and an hour and a half. I sat Did there. I, even knowing Sunday, Jeff couldn't, couldn't, uh, you didn't get the special treatment. <laughs> I think that was the quick special treatment. He's, oh, he's sitting man. in the trailer monitoring everyone for Corona. That's his job. now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but nobody else came in, so I sat in a trailer for an hour and a half um, oh, watching Bravo. Oh, that's all like the uh, Andy Cohen like Housewives show, all that stuff, right? Uh, yeah, there was a whole bunch of drama like <laughs> on these reality shows on, and I was just like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" And I texted Jeff, and he's like, "Yeah, I can't come out. I'm the only one in my department. I can't leave. Come out here and change your channel, Sunday, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Doris Day?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was my big outing for today. You know, how did it feel? How did it feel? Three weeks. Um, it was nice to get out and actually do something, even as mundane as sitting in a trailer by myself. It was just the walls changed a little bit. You know, the four walls are different. Yeah. So, so it was a bit of a. It was exciting to be out and about a little bit. You know, and and just drive a little. You know. And also you had a destination. It's not like, all right, we're just going to take a ride to Sandy Hook and back. 
and knock it right. out of the car. You know, it's like, oh, I have, like I have a task at hand, something that needs exactly. to be accomplished yeah, as yes. mundane and as much as it would annoy me if COVID wasn't around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the, um, the, the people at the, at the dealership where you're getting your car serviced, um, I walked in because they're doing a whole bunch of construction. So I walked into their garage and you would have thought I walked in with like a, a fucking flamethrower. People like jumped up or like, you're not allowed back in here. You got to stay back behind that green line. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're all in masks and, and like people are terrified. People seem to really care or not care at all. Yeah. Like they yeah. fall into two categories. I was just reading about this pastor who was down in um, – New Orleans, I guess, for Mardi Gras. He he likes the blues and shit, and, you know. Now he really has the blues uh, because he was denouncing it. He was he was saying that it's uh, a bunch of bullshit, mass hysteria. The media was using the outbreak to hurt President Trump, all that type of stuff. And uh, Pastor is now no longer with us. He's been sent out to pasture. This Pastor. Oh, uh, died. Uh, he died. Yeah. Because From he, the he was, uh, well, he, he was sending, yeah, he was sending memes on his Facebook page saying like, oh, it's like bullshit. It's not true. Uh, it's a overreaction. Da, da, da. Uh, and he started to feel unwell when he was in New Orleans, but then, and he tested negative, but then he got some worse symptoms. And, uh, as he was battling those symptoms, he shared a controversial meme, uh, comparing co coronavirus deaths to swine flu deaths. Uh, that meme is no longer visible on his Facebook page. <laughs> uh. Understandably. Uh, he said that in the comments, he said it believes it's a real issue, but he believes the media is pumping out fear and doing more harm than good. Well, no, not really. You should have been afraid, right? You should yeah, be afraid. I would... You should be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to me like maybe if he didn't have that attitude, he'd be okay right now. Yes, he um, would be. So, I don't know what to say, bud. He was concerned but, about mean, President Trump and his uh, his rep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you should let President Trump worry about President Trump's rep. Yeah, or the billions of other people who are worrying about it. You worry about not getting sick when you have a family, and your daughter is this cute because yeah. now you're leaving her to the wolves. Little sheep, <laughs> little lamb, little lamb chop, you know? Now look at you. You're six feet under like a fucking jerk. Wow. Yeah. Like a jerk. Mm-hmm. That's this right. This is fun. The, uh, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> talk about, like, the different depths during the week. Oh, man. The, um, the, uh, the people who, who – I don't understand. Like, there's the religious people who I think are, like, will be protected. There's religious people yeah. who then who feel like I might not be protected, but – it's the the draw is so strong to just have to go to church, you know. And uh, I, I I don't quite understand. Who are you going? Who's well, crumpling that newspaper? <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I have to admit that's me. It's, it's over now. It's over. Sorry, I got Benjamin Cat over here. I'm trying to keep him. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, so, but he should, I don't want to me out, but I, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, like, isn't that what, what faith and which the, the church is more like in times like this to like, um, kind of feel comforted, feel like you're being looked after type shit. 
Um, yes, but not like because I go to church and because I'm religious, it will magically avoid me. Like in, in South Korea, I saw this video of a guy, some pastor who was like, Hey guys, line up to the congregation line up. Uh I have this saline spray. Let me spray it in your mouth. You're not going to get Corona guaranteed. Right. So I guess the first fucking person had Corona who did it because he's using the same spray nozzle for everyone's mouth. And they're all lined up uh, like it's a communion. So it's like, put the spray nozzle in this person's mouth and a little spray. Next person, next person. 26 people get corona. Uh, if that doesn't prove that going to church, it, it, it's okay to not go to church for just a little while, like, I, I don't know what does. Yeah, but you shouldn't even need that to not go. You should just need the authorities and the, and the, the experts be like, hey, man, you should have done Who fucking knows? They, they dropped the ball. I don't know, man. I guess people, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know. I don't know what would drive a person to fucking go to a packed room with other people at, at this time. <laughs> like, I just, I, I can't even wrap my head around it. I, like, I go for walks in my neighborhood and shit like that. And, and like, Walt, when you cross that green line, like, everybody's just, like, crossing streets when they see each other come in and shit like that. Like, this is, this is, this is a sane response. Going to a church, going to any building packed with people if you don't have to. That's crazy, man. That's that's just fucking nuts. It's derelict. I, I don't know. I it's it's beyond, dude. It's crazy. And now, like people I know are like I've started to hear about people I actually know dying. Uh, people I know, but poor guys in my firehouse. It's, it's almost half the firehouse now. At this point, has it like it's just like fucking like it's 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 a real fucking issue, man. Like I I don't understand how people are not taking it seriously. I just don't. I, I don't get it. Oh, so so since like we've been doing these um, phone in, tell tell them Steve Daves, you have now gotten wind that people you know have it now because initially a couple weeks ago, well, um, you didn't know anybody, right? But now you do. I, I know so many people now that either really? have it, who are affected by it, or have lost someone because of it. Like, I mean, I, I am living in New York City, so it's like I guess that's going to be an obvious thing to say. You know what I mean? Staten Island. <laughs> Yeah, it's not so obvious. <laughs> I'm in New York State. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I guess it would be obvious. I mean, I'm looking at... Okay. <laughs> I don't mean to outdo you, but does Jersey have more? More cases? No. No. And no. what? In New York? Yeah. No, we're, we're the epicenter of the entire fucking oh, United yeah? States issue, dude. It's fucking so bad. It's like it's like uh, it's turning to escape from New York over here. Yeah, I know that uh, people have been saying like uh, they're seeing a lot more homeless people, and since it's been nice, uh, a lot of more homeless people hanging out, and it really like really sort of highlights how many homeless and or crazy people there are out there. Yeah, because what are they doing? They're just wandering around right now. They got nowhere to go. Yeah, and they Why got nobody get to get warm? money from. Oh, dude, that was so funny when I when I drove into Manhattan last week, and uh, this fucking woman, this this fucking crazed street woman, comes up to the car, and she's like, "Yo, you got money? You got a dollar?" <laughs> I'm looking at it, and I'm like, "I'm like, yo, yo you got Corona? What fucking world? <laughs> do you think I'm rolling down this window and, and interacting <laughs> with you right now?" In her like, world. <laughs> 
Yeah, and like then you look at her and they're like, you know, she's holding up one side of the pants and her ass is sticking out and shit. And so like you're just like, oh man, like this is this is a lost person who's not concerned about Corona at all. No, it does concerned. not occur to them. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, but there are but but that's been New York City under De Blasio anyway. Fucking every every, every week, every month in, month out, the city gets gets worse and worse under that guy. Yeah, why? Why do they? Why do you think? Uh, this is the comparison they really like to make now. Coronavirus has now killed more New Jersey residents than nine eleven attacks. It's killed more New York residents than nine eleven attacks. It's like, well, of course that's probably going to be the case. Like, I don't understand the the comparison. Mm. Like you're talking it's about one single event in a very isolated, uh, not isolated, but a very specific area. Versus this could go anywhere. Is everywhere. It is everywhere. So of course that's yeah. was eventually going to happen if it was continuing at this rate. Because then it's like, what other benchmarks, I guess? Hopefully not the Spanish flu. Oh, God. We can't lose a quarter of a million people in this country, they were saying? Yeah. <laughs> mm. That's so many people. That is a lot of people. Yeah, that's like... How many people can a football stadium hold, Walt? Oh, uh, I believe it's like 100,000. Hmm. Or 60,000. 60,000, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think WrestleMania last year uh, was like 75,000 or something like that. And that was, if, if I remember correctly. So four of them filled up with people that are like, damn, I should have listened. Or damn, I wish I wasn't old. Or damn, I'm unlucky. Because yeah. sometimes it's just you're fucking unlucky. It's crazy. Walt, I know that in, um, yeah, I know that you were uh, last week giving serious consideration to doing a, a little naked cooking, uh, TikTok and Instagram stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to uh, back off those plans a little. Uh, this Paige Van Zant uh, with her husband, Austin Vanderford, they've been receive they've been sharing their, uh, their naked adventures while quarantining. Uh, mm -hmm. They're getting a little pushback. After these uh, nearly nude pictures on Instagram. Really? So here's some of the comments. I'm done, man. So thirsty for likes and attention, SMH. I'm so effing sick of this. Another responded. Can I just buy the sex tape or what? One commenter pressed. So I sent you guys that uh, that picture. The yeah, reference picture. Did you see it, Walt? I did. Uh appropriate for instagram like your girls have instagram is that something that you're like ah it's okay uh i imagine that it's um that is there's probably worse on there right than that no if i had to guess no instagram's a big like no nudity app oh really oh okay yeah. oh so that's kind of as bad as it gets this is about as bad as it gets yeah uh has it been removed? Is that true yeah I don't, you're not allowed to have nudity on instagram you can have near nudity. Huh. You can have uh, close. Now, how does anybody find out, though? Though, I guess it has to be reported. Uh, people will report it, or I guess they must have moderators oh, that yeah. go through shit, you know. <laughs> and then they decide. Like, of course, people will report it. Oh God! Why aren't <laughs> they? Why aren't Why aren't they in church? Because <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because the fucking hall monitors run the world. The fucking moral <laughs> hall, hall monitors. They won. We gave them permission to tell us what to say and what not to say, how to think and how not to think. 
And this is now we're in. Now you can't even see a pair of tits on Instagram. So I hope everybody's happy. Yeah, all in, all in, <laughs> all in service of making somebody happy that you don't really even care about. <laughs> but there are so many fuck about. There's so many other places though to find that if that's what you're looking for. Though it needs to be everywhere, Walt. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand the anger and the and the. <laughs> there are so uh, uh, numerous, too, too many to name places where you can find that. Why Tens of millions of websites by the rules that the company that owns the fucking the site or whatever you want to call it, the the app. You, yeah. Can you please just abide by the rules? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Q won't rest until every website has some level of nudity on it. Plastered in tits. Yeah, I think they're, uh, uh, they're they're pushing the envelope a little bit, these two, at these kind of pictures. Uh, I it don't looked qu- like a professionally done photo. Like, it didn't look like, it looks to me like they're, that was like taken out of studio or something. Yeah, it does look good. I mean, it's obviously at their house because there's like a TV and all this shit in the background. I think I, I I think it's probably just filters. You know, they're able. To, oh yeah. 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 They're able to achieve that effect with a couple filters. Damn, I mean, but we again, can start putting some filters on our fucking Patreon videos so we don't look so fucking flabby and fucking out of shape. Oh, now. dude, no shit, man. <laughs> an old, nah. an old. Oh, I took a picture <laughs> oh, with Sage shit. the other day. I was like, I get, Why did no one tell me I'm this bald? Why did no one tell me this? <laughs> Look at this hairline. <laughs> Some friends. <laughs> Couldn't you get a filter? I, I need a hair filter. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a mop top like the Beatles or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, God damn. No, I think the more relatable we stay, the better, guys. I wouldn't I wouldn't try and uh let's not glam up. It's <laughs> easy for you to say. No, it is. A picture of you dyeing your hair, right? I, I was just thinking the same thing. He's like, "All right, let's just That's stop it there. No more improvements on us." <laughs> That's the last one. <laughs> I dyed my hair because I was bored. I'm not keeping it. I just wanted to see what it looks like. And look at an old picture of you from like two years ago, dude. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> I, I can't. I forgot that I had brown hair. Like I'm doing it, and I'm looking at it. Like I wake up in the morning, and I go, and I, I take a shower, I get dressed, I go to the fucking, you know, the mirror to, to whatever, and I look at my hair. I'm like, oh fuck, that's what I used to look like. Look at that hair, and it makes me sad. Well, because then you post, really then you post the picture, right? And everyone's like, oh, you look so good, and it's like this is what they used to say, right? <laughs> like when my hair was dark. I haven't heard that in some time. Oh my god, my mother's the worst. She's like, it looks so good. You should keep doing it. It looks so good. I love the way it looks. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) Really bad about myself, but maybe it's about her. Like it makes her feel older. If she's like, Oh, my son, my son looks like a grandpa. You know, what does that make me? Well, take it from a guy, from a guy who has regularly done this since, since in his thirties. Yeah. Cause my, cause my head went gray really early um i haven't you know i haven't been able to get a haircut because of what's going on and i'm figuring well i'm not going to dye my hair just to sit inside the house so now my hair has grown this bizarre greenish brownish color as it was an oldly dye from the last time i dyed it is 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 coming out it's just uh it's just a mess I didn't want to say anything. I thought you had gone swimming in an overly chlorinated pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it 
looks like. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, a buddy of mine, Renee. She, she, uh, you know, remember Renee Sens? Uh, she dyed her hair blue, and then when it washes out, yeah, it goes to green, and then it strips down to no color. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm in the process of right now. So. Um, and what does it come out? Wait. Does it come like gray, like grayish or just like streaks of gray? Well, I, I never have let it go completely gray since I started back in the, or in the early late nineties doing it. So mm. I don't even know. I won't let it get to that point though. I, I can't, I can't, I can't let myself go that much. Even in this, even at the state, if, if the world is going down and mm-hmm. it's going up in flames, I'm going to fucking dye that hair soon. Let me get one more dye job in. <laughs> and then we'll kill ourselves. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think that I could just start, right? Like, I can't just start dyeing my hair now. Like, too many people have seen it. Oh, really no, you is. could. Start. So... You could do whatever the hell you want. Who cares yeah. at this point? You do what you want. Do what makes you feel good. Yeah, see, now you're coming yeah. around. I always call that line. <laughs> yeah, not so much when I'm fucking taking thousands of dollars worth of pills a week. Then it's fucking doesn't apply. <laughs> well, uh, harmless. <laughs> the harmless things like dyeing your hair rather than slowly poisoning yourself. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fair point. Uh, Q, I think you could because in time, if you keep it up, in time, people will sort of not remember that it was gray. And then you can get yeah. to a point where it's like really embarrassing. You're like 60 and they're like, fucking get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, we're almost like there. We're, we're real close. I saw two <laughs> things this week. You know, we, we were watching uh, Ozark. Do you watch Ozark, Q? Mm, not yet. I know I got it. Real good. Second season, not so much. Third season has been really good. And the, oh, this is a spoiler, though. I don't know if people will be upset. Oh, don't by spoil me. it. All right, I yeah, I'm not, I won't say anything about that one, but I can spoil this one where uh, we watched. Uh, oh shit, what is it? The, the Hangover. I hadn't seen it in a long time, so we rewatched The Hangover, and there's one part where like the guys go in to check on their friend, and they're in a hospital talking to a doctor, and for some reason there's this old guy getting examined at the same time the guys are trying to talk to the doctor. And the whole joke about it is the guy is like 80 years old and doesn't really like his, his form. It doesn't look like a human form. It looks like sort of like a mold, like a plastic mold that was exposed to heat. So it became sort of malformed and then they poured him into it. It's like not a real body. And I'm like, that dude, I mean, how do you end up looking like that? Because there are people who look relatively normal into their eighties, like body wise. But this dude, I'm like, not at all. I'm like, what if that happens to me? And I'm looking at her and I'm like, when I'm 80, you're going to be like 54 or something. And it's like, uh, there's no possible way I'm like, if I look like this guy, he he looks like a toad. Like he literally looked like a, a toad with hair all over his back and, and, and face and arms and shit. So I'm like, as long as long as you could still crack the jokes and make her laugh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, she'll accept that. <laughs> Telling you, <laughs> it was fucked up looking. <laughs> right, Q. Mm-hmm. It's true. No? As as long as you can still make her, I mean, keep her laughing. I'm, it'll it'll like um, 
she won't even notice probably. Well, you know what? You may be right because when we first started dating, I was 300 pounds. Like I was, I was pretty fat. So if she was willing to accept that, who knows how low her standards are? (laughs) Maybe we've just begun to explore them. I was, uh, looking up, there's a thing I was talking to you about earlier while, uh, or mentioning, uh, I saw it online today. There's something, fuck, hold on. Let me pull it up because it's going to take a fucking hundred years. All right, here we go. And I doubt you're familiar with this. Um, it's something called ASMR autonomous sensory meridian response. Sometimes auto sensory meridian response. It's a tingling sensation that typically begins on your scalp and moves down the back of your neck, right? Spider senses, spider mm. senses, like a tingly. Well, there are different things I felt because I, I, I saw something about it today and I was like, holy shit, it's so long to read about this stuff. So I really tried to condense it. Uh, it's the subjective experience of low grade euphoria characterized by a combination of positive feelings and a distinct static like tingling sensation to the skin. Um, a genre of videos which are intended to stimulate ASMR has emerged, of which over 13 million are on YouTube, all right? And I watch some of these, some of these uh, uh, videos, and I'll tell you about them in a mm-hmm. minute. Very weird. Uh, so the uh, it says, the subjective experience, sensation, and perceptual phenomenon of ASMR is described by some of those susceptible as akin to a mild electrical current or the carbonated bubbles in a glass of champagne, uh, the tingles, the, uh, let's see, they can't decide whether it's, um, uh, sexual or non-sexual. Can you be sexually aroused by it? Because it's like, here are some of the triggers. All right. And this is where I was thinking about you, Walt. Uh, yeah, I think I have, I think I have this. I, I have watched some of the, I have, I have. Oh, you're aware of this. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I use it. I use some of them to go to sleep at night. Really? The one yeah, I was thinking I used, of, I, I doubt it, but um, because I know uh, getting your hair cut. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I use. I use the buzzers and yeah. I put the, I put the, I put the phone right on top of my ear and, um, and then I put my, my night mask on and I hold the, the night mask over the phone and then I just listen to the buzzers and I'll just fall asleep. Wait, you have like, it's buzzing. Like it's. No, like, you know, the electric buzzers that you get your hair, when you get your hair cut. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, I definitely do that <laughs> from time to time. Not every night, but yeah, when I have, but there's some nights I'll just, I'll just think, oh yeah, I want to listen to buzzers, and I'll just put that on, and I'll use my night mask to hold the phone to my, to my ear, and uh, that's all. I fall asleep. And then the girls are like, "Remember when it was just him lying <laughs> under the bed?" <laughs> uh, uh, I've got it. I've, I've used it on my iPad, like when we tour. And we're in like weird hotels every night and stuff like that. And some of them aren't that quiet. Like I'll put on like a rain uh, machine yeah. or, or something like that on, on the iPad and play that. So sometimes a train. Like, that, mm. <laughs> like, like that they'll have seven hours of it, right? Yeah, it just loops. You can just loop it all night if you want. Yep. Here are some of the, uh, some of them that, uh, the stimuli that can trigger it. Uh, listening to a softly spoken or whispering voice. Watching, mm-hmm. watching someone attentively execute a mundane task such as preparing food. No. Loudly chewing, crunching, slurping, or biting foods, drinks, or gum. No. Uh, receiving gross. personal attention. And that's uh, 
like you, Walt, the, uh, the hair, the buzzers. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very relaxing. Uh, tapping typically nails onto surfaces such as plastic, wood, metal hand movements, especially onto one's face. I guess that's like tickling your face or something. Certain types of music. How can that be heard though? Oh, it doesn't have to necessarily just be heard. It could be like video oh, it's, too. It's, yeah. Oh, it's visual as well. Yeah, I get. Yeah, there's. Uh, that's why they have the video. Some of them, I guess, uh, uh, especially onto one's face. So I guess the video is of that person doing that onto their own face. Uh, certain types of music and listening to a person blow or exhale into a microphone. So if anybody likes that, just listen to any episode with Gidim. <laughs> You'll be ready to rock. He maintains it was you. He still maintains it was you. Uh, no, I don't sit that close to the mic, so I doubt it was me. Also, I, I don't have like, I'm not that fat anymore, so it wouldn't be me. Uh, yeah. Do you have any of these Q like that, that you really, uh, like Walt has mentioned in the past that the hair cutter, cause it's like this weird, like relaxation that, uh, I, I guess it just dumps a tiny bit of serotonin into your system or something. Yeah, I just jerk off. That's it? Uh, that would fall under tactile. Me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about self-care. Yeah. like uh, that, that, That's not always an option, though, is it, Q? <laughs> He's Q. Of course it is. Who's going to stop him? <laughs> I've got some pins on that fucking window. <laughs> uh, not certainly like hotel rooms or something like that. But the, uh, but, uh, yeah. But you're on the tour I, bus, I I've though. Done the, no, I don't guys. Know. Boys, turn your heads. <laughs> this way. Look at this. Um, now, I think that, uh, yeah, like I said, I did the train thing and stuff, shit like that. You know that game Civilization? You ever played that, that video game? No. Uh, Civ, they call it. So this is, it's been around for fucking ever. And what I, what I find that game, it's like if I'm anywhere and I start playing that game, it's just like the hours melt. And before you know it, I'm nodding off. So, yeah. so I guess that too. Yeah. Have you like, searched for that video on YouTube though? Whatever the uh, soundtrack or whatever the noise is, and I I bet you somebody's recorded that game, and you could just listen to it on a video. Oh, you know, actually, I usually shut the sound off and just play silently. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. So yeah. it's it's definitely not a, a an audio thing it, for you. It's a visual. No, thing. it's like for that. It's just like a mindless task. It's like build city here, do this. Don't even think about it. It doesn't matter. Um, and then I, like, I just, I feel stress going away and then I just start getting sleepy. Good game. That, that's so sick. Hmm. That's yeah. is that way with TV shows too. Like a, t- like a TV show, you know, really well, you just kind of put it on and drift off yeah. and shit like that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Golden girls. I, that's good for me to put that on. Yeah. Well, they think that, um, you know, for people that dig the, um, the, the the hair the hair stuff anything to do with hair and nails or whatever they think it could go back to uh the evolutionary origins you know like when monkeys are grooming each other and shit so that's oh why, that makes sense that's why people i do have it. i like the nail thing too though the tapping of the nail thing oh, i do, you do like that too. yeah that's also another one of my the ones that um that somehow is soothing as well hmm. uh, the cats when the cats sleep on the bed with me and purr like that'll like that's like fuck man, that's like a dart to my neck. Yeah, what if, what, what, <laughs> what if they shit all over your paperwork? <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't. Happened. It, a, I mean, that probably has happened. Like, <laughs> trying to kill them. They uh, they said Bob Ross uh, 
can trigger this in a lot of people because of the visual. Plus, he speaks so softly that I guess uh, that he does that for quite a few people. I would, I would imagine. I guarantee you're probably going to hear some people say you can do that to them. Um, your voice. I think you have. Uh, I've seen it. Actually, I know I have. I've seen it online. People comment that your voice is. Uh, does does that kind of has that kind of effect on them on, on certain listeners yeah like hypnotic <laughs> like you sound like hair buzzers to me i can't take it <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm not kidding around. i've actually seen that a couple times though that you know someone mentioned that that you have that ability you have you reach those certain um decibels or whatever you wanted to call it oh those like low bassy tones yeah, I don't have that ability, and I haven't heard anybody say Q has it yet. But never know. Uh, look, he has the hair. Let me have the. Yeah, voice. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, does he need everything? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, what the hair I dyed? <laughs> hey, I know you guys have been sticking close to home. I've been sticking close to home. So what do you do? You order stuff online, and that's why you want to get into Persona razors. This is a 145-year-old company that we talked about last time. High quality, super affordable, and you can order them for home delivery through Amazon at Amazon.com Persona. Persona, sorry. And listeners will get 25% off their first, first purchase by entering code TELEM25. Uh, they've been innovating and perfecting the razor since 1875. All men's and women's razors are made in the U.S. with stainless steel and chrome blades. And they offer a safe and smooth shave every time. You boys been using them? They want it. They want a personal experience here. I have. I used it this morning. You did look pretty uh, clean shaven when I saw you. you. Did look good. How the hell could you know? I have my scarf over my face. Come on, we're doing a commercial, <laughs> <laughs> fucking dummy. <laughs> Always the truth teller. Always the truth teller. <laughs> you tell it. You tell the truth that I lie to back it up. <laughs> <laughs> what a close shave oh uh, my god yeah i'm telling you if persona i'm gonna have to talk to them if they're willing to let me showcase what i shave with their unbelievably sharp razor i'm willing to do it all right i have long beard I, so i don't normally shave my face that much but uh i'll, I'll i will attest to it yeah in my world you can put that on instagram too <laughs> yeah oh see yeah. All right. Well, get to these fantastic, affordable razors straight to your door like we did. Go to Amazon.com slash persona and be sure to enter the code T-E-L-L-E-M 25 to get 25% off your first order. That's Amazon.com P-E-R-S-O-N-N-A discount code TELEM25. All right. Now, there's this other thing that... Uh, I rabbit hold down with the, uh, the ASMR thing and that's personality traits of people who, uh, I guess do this kind of thing or, or, uh, are more susceptible to this kind of thing. The big five personality traits known as the five factor model. Uh, let's see the five factors that will determine your personality. I guess these are five broad dimensions, uh, openness to experience, uh, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. All right, so we can uh, we can test each other. Uh, openness to experience. 
each of the three of us. Uh, so sample items would be, I have excellent ideas. I am quick to understand things. I use difficult words. I am full of ideas. Uh, those are some of the things that would indicate you're open to experience. Well, to me, it feels like the only time anybody wants to talk about open to experience is either it's going to be like drugs. Mm-hmm. Or, or when you were over today, I'm like, take off that scarf, boy. Come on. It's a new world. <laughs> Just kiss a little. Uh, yeah, sex or drugs. Yeah, open to experience. Well, this is saying a general appreciation for art, emotion, adventure, unusual ideas, imagination, curiosity, and a variety of experience. Uh, they tend, when compared to closed people, to be more creative and aware of their feelings. And they are more likely to hold unconventional beliefs. High openness can be perceived as unpredictability or lack of focus. Oh, high openness. Oh, okay. So if you're really open, then uh, you could be unpredictable, lack of focus, more likely to engage in risky behavior or drug taking. <sighs> oh, all right. All right. Well, uh, high openness are said to pursue self-actualization, specifically by seeking out intense euphoric experiences. Conversely, those with low openness seek to gain fulfillment through perseverance and are characterized as pragmatic and data-driven, sometimes even perceived to be dogmatic. So, Walt, I think we see both of us there. Q, where do you fall? I don't know. I, I, I feel, according to that one quiz that I could barely understand, I'm guessing that I'm pretty open. Is that what, is that what the end result of this is? I would say so. Yeah. I, I think so. Knowing you. I know I am. All right. Yeah, I, Benjamin agrees. Yeah, I think that uh, I would say I'm pretty open to new experiences. There you just, go. I think the older I get, though, like I just, those experiences have to be very specifically managed. Measured out. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't really want to get, you know, fucking wet anymore. Wet? You know, yeah, I don't want to go whitewater river rafting. I, I don't want to stay <laughs> clean. I, you know, I, have to... no, I thought that was an innuendo for something. I thought he was talking no, about no, a no, joint no. soaked in formaldehyde. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really want to deal with too many new people. So that that's an issue. But yeah, I mean, you know, I guess I'm getting less open as I get older. That tends to happen, though, right? Yeah, I think it's natural, right? Well, also yeah. because fewer people want to talk to you about anything, right? <laughs> I mean. Like the older yeah. you get, like unless like you, people obviously want to talk to you, but the older you get, the less they want to talk to you if you're Joe Average, I think, right? How many old people I did you talk so. to when you were young? And don't you wish you talked to more? Oh my God, I so wish I talked to more. I don't, I don't know what the fuck. My grandparents were alive and right there, and I and they'd just sit them down with a microphone and yeah. like ask them a billion questions about life. I don't know what's wrong. Brian, are you coming over for dinner? Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> when you got a grill like this, we're talking pussy 24 <laughs> 7. Tell somebody who cares. Hair, Grandma. <laughs> What'd you say? Look at this brown hair, Grandma. <laughs> it's never going to go gray like yours, you old hag. <laughs> That's probably why Grandpa died. You're gross. <laughs> Uh, number two, we got conscientiousness. I think we're all going to weigh in on the same here. A tendency to display self-discipline, act dutifully, and strive for achievement against measures or outside expectations. And related to the way in which people control, regulate, and direct their impulses. High conscientiousness is often perceived as being stubborn and focused, 
where lone conscientiousness is associated with flexibility and spontaneity, but can also appear as sloppiness and lack of reliability. Wow. I'm, yeah. I'm not following here. It feels like it's, it's like, it's either the most extreme or the extreme is like, you know, it's like it applies to both. Uh, well, well, yeah. I mean, if you're highly conscientious, I think that they're like, it's the person is more like you where if they have low conscientiousness, they're kind of more like me. Like you, you're okay. very, uh, you're, you're very disciplined. You're very, um, like you have a direct vision of things. You're not given to capriciousness, you know? So what does that mean? Capriciousness? Like just, uh, folly, like, like whim spare the moment type shit, you know? Yeah. But I, okay. So I'm, I'm not following though. So people who like the ASR can either be not into that. Oh, or no, this really is, some, this is something that. totally, uh, this is something, oh, it's something different, something okay. different that, that plays in. And at the end, uh, at the end of this, we'll, we'll, We'll figure it okay. out. Okay. So right. those hey, are the side two. note, uh, uh, just a quick side note. Do you think that for Patreon, we should do like a tell us you Dave ASRM? Oh, like read, read something or, oh, or like just, each of like, us yeah. could do something? Yeah, we could just like each do like 15 minutes of stuff and and then like uh, we, could, we could sprinkle in some like get them breathing <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> you know, that's a pretty good just, idea you know there was uh, like I, if, I, go ahead no i, I think uh, you know we can put some buzzing clippers in there while walt's talking i i think this yeah i mean the uh there was uh on the youtube videos there's like oh it's made for it and there's a lady who's like she's sitting behind w- or standing behind what appears to be like a uh like a head, like a mannequin head and on either side it's wired up so she can like whisper into either ear. And, um, so as she's doing it, I guess the people who are into whispering and are listening to it, you got to listen to it on headphones because it's like this three. Yeah. Three, three I'm into whispering too. Oh, you like that? What yeah, do they have like to be that whispering? Too. That's like satanic shit, man. No, it doesn't, it could be, you, I mean, maybe just like, you know, it could be anything. It, 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 would, it, it would actually be more. It'd be more enjoyable if it was just mundane stuff, like, you know, like, just like you know, just a date. It, would, it wouldn't have to be anything crazy, you know. Why don't you like, just call Mike and let him talk you to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to whisper to do that. <laughs> he could be shouting at the top of his lungs. He's still like. <laughs> And where do you find yourself? You seem conscientious, Q. I don't know, man. I think uh, I think all my successes come from being part of a team. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I don't think left to my own devices, uh, any of this would have been uh, <laughs> achieved uh, whatsoever. Because now, even now, in, in fucking, like, in, 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 I don't do anything. Like, I don't do anything. I just work within the framework of what I have. I don't strive for more, so hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm like that too. Or I'm like, all right, what are we gonna do next? And then I think somebody... my natural state of being is fucking lazy as shit, but I just <laughs> don't get to indulge it that often. <laughs> yeah, uh, this one's an I easy. Have, one. I have no fire. You guys have a fire in your belly to do anything? Fire? Yeah, it depends. 
I guess it depends on like the uh, I'm working on something for Patreon, and the other day I was super into it. So like in those moments, I'll get a whole bunch of work done, um, because it's because it's something I want. I like something I'm really into. But in a general fire, like let me go out there and seize the day, and you know uh, exploit every opportunity. I'm just no, nah, I don't. I don't. That's for young people. <laughs> You haven't learned yet. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Walt Fire? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what what the achievement. I mean, I don't think my the achievement. I'm realistic to understand that the achievement is not going to be something that's going to be recognized by a hell of a whole hell of a lot of people. Yeah. But um, there are things that I am uh, striving to complete and get done constantly, though, I feel. Because you want to do it. Yeah, and because I've gotten the – I've I've got the means to do it. I've got the ability to do it, and I want to do it, so I'm going to do it then. Yeah. I like – what am I – go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say one of my favorite moments from any live show we've ever done was that blood spitting because I'm like this is something he really wanted to do and you don't get many chances to spit blood while dressed like a no. pirate like there aren't that many no, no, you so don't. I was like I was like that's so cool that he was able to seize on that you know you remember remember we the whole front row got <laughs> after we promised blood. <laughs> like god that was in an era pre-corona <laughs> oh could you imagine today <laughs> spitting blood especially <laughs> i mean are we all fucked or is this a good show i can't tell <laughs> those poor ladies in the front i, I remember the face they were aghast she had, had white pants no on right idea. I don't remember, but I just remember the uh, the look of horror because I guess they had no oh. idea it was coming. I felt horrible. I felt terrible. <laughs> <laughs> At least they got a story, though. Now they're like, oh, yeah, after being promised that our clothes wouldn't get ruined. <laughs> I had no idea that the uh, it would travel as far as it did. Uh, hey, what are you going to do? Fucking rock and roll, man. It is. is the first time spitting blood, though. What do you expect? I mean, I'm sure Gene, when he first spit blood, it didn't go perfect. Yeah, and I bet you he didn't right. go to everyone in the front row and be like, guys, uh, just so you know. <laughs> There's two more things big here. Big difference, what? though. Oh, go ahead. Oh, big difference. Big, yeah. Big difference between getting Gene spitting blood on you and uh, some, <laughs> guy in a, some guy in a top hat. <laughs> is, there, is there, though? Like, Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I walked away with the story, I'd be equally like, what the fuck from either. Uh, Gene, I would think did it on purpose, you know? Well, I mean, I just think he's in a, he's in a state and at the like, you know, when you get in that state, when you're, oh, he's not to be held accountable. Yeah. And he's, he's real. I mean, <laughs> we were kind of like reserved in the way we spit it. We just spit it right. We didn't want to splatter the floor because we knew somebody was going to have to clean it up the stage. Right. I just did not expect it to explode from that stage on like it did onto the, onto those people who were sitting in the front. Some cool pictures of like wonder, all that bloody mist in the air. Yeah. I wonder if those people still listen though. No, not after that night. They're like, Hurrah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I never, I, I hope, I hopefully they still listen, and, you know, and I still want them to know. I still feel bad, and you know they got blood on them. Yeah, I would not hold on to it like you did. And that comes to uh, the the topic of agreeableness. 
Uh, that's the mm. next trait. Agreeable, inter- agreeable individuals value getting along with others. They are generally considerate, kind, generous, trusting, and trustworthy, helpful, and willing to compromise their interests with others. They have an optimistic view of human nature. Disagreeable. They place self-interest above getting along with others. Uh, they are generally unconcerned with others' well-being and are less likely to extend themselves for other people. Sometimes their skepticism about others' motives cause them to be suspicious, unfriendly, and uncooperative. Low agreeableness personalities are often competitive or challenging people, which can be seen as argumentative or untrustworthy. So, all right. Think you're agreeable, Walt? I think so. Yeah. I think I fall somewhere in between both, you know, somewhere in the middle. Yeah, your 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 self sacrifice for another person is only going to go so far. What about you, Q? Agreeable? Yeah, I think I'm largely. Oh, I think I'm people shit. that, that You're work so with disagreeable. Me. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> oh, I think I'm really agreeable. I think I'm agreeable. Yeah, Low I think self people, interest. Yeah, I think every, everybody who works with me, I think would would say that I'm agreeable. Oh, that'll cause no trouble. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Then the last one, is, the last one is neuroticism. I mean, I do have a hmm? dim view of humanity most of the times, right? So maybe so it's a little bit of column A and column B, I guess. Yeah. So like Walt, you're sort of falling in the middle to top, yeah, level. The uh, last one is neuroticism, which is the tendency to expect experience negative emotions such as anger, anxiety, or depression. It is sometimes called emotional instability, or is reversed and referred to as emotional stability. Oh, okay. That doesn't, don't pay any attention to that last part. Uh, those who high, score high in neuroticism are emotionally reactive and vulnerable to stress, also tending to be flippant in, flippant in the way that they express emotion, more likely to interpret ordinary situations as threatening and minor frustrations as hopelessly difficult. Their negative emotional reactions tend to persist for unusually long periods, which means they're often in a bad mood. Uh, neuroticism, is, neuroticism is connected to a pessimistic approach towards work. Confidence that work impedes personal relationships and apparent anxiety linked with work. All right. Wow. All right. People who score low are less easily upset, less emotionally reactive, tend to be calm, emotionally stable, and free from persistent negative feelings. Is that you, Walt? Uh, I don't think so. No, I would say that, that's the opposite. So you're, if you're scoring low, it means you're not upset that easily. You're less emotionally reactive to things. You're calmer. You're more emotionally stable. And you don't yeah, really have bad so. feelings. I, I think I tend to fall more often than I Yeah. Q, neurotic. I don't think so. Nah. It's all good, baby. It's all good. Yeah. You, you know what else is good? And I'm actually going to play part of this from last week because the excitement that I saw from Walt Flanagan was uh, palpable as they say um, the Raycon earbuds oh yeah <clears throat> oh yeah I'm using them not right now right not for this phone call but I, I'm using them every day now these are um, Raycon earbuds and I gotta be honest when I got them I was like eh, I'll probably keep using the ones that I, I'm using. I'm not even kidding. When I put these on, I'm like, they fit my ears so much better and don't fall out like those white ones that I'm like, mm. I'm just going to wear these. And they're not noise canceling, but they're noise. Um, what do they call it? it I don't know. It, it, it plugs up your ear enough that it's like noise suppressing or something, you know? 
Uh, These are the first wireless ones I've ever used. So this is my first impression of them. They're phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And Walt, we know you like, I'm going to play your ratings at the end of this. Yeah. I mean, this is the sleekest piece of merch we've ever um, pimped on Tom, Steve, Dave, this thing, I'm holding it in my hand right now. The little, um, the little bullet case that it comes that, that they come in the Mm -hmm. little blue case. I mean, it's, it's designed like t- to look like the most high end, but still affordable earbuds on the market. I think, I think this company is or is poised to uh, corner the market on you earbuds. Think so? I, th- I mean, yeah, these are the, these are awesome. Well, best, one of the best things we have ever, we've ever uh, pushed on top. Steve Dave, in my they're in me undies territory. And Casper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they start out about half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet, with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating. That's the one I was looking for. Noise-isolating fit. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable, perfect for on-the-go listening and taking phone calls. Uh, please share your experience, which I did. I sleep with earbuds in. And I had a couple that, like, they fall out constantly and go under the bed and all that shit. These, I slept with them last night. They don't fall out at all. So if you want to listen to your uh, AMSR stuff, you know. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, you're buzzing and stuff. Yeah. So you, you, you could do that. Walt, you could, could you sleep with them in, Walt? I've tried. I haven't used these to sleep with yet because um, I found that when um, I lay on my side, then, like, I'll wake up with sore ears from having them in all night. Oh, gotcha. Yes. So I will, but I haven't used these yet. So maybe I'll, next time we do an ad, I'll see, I'll try to sleep with them in my you know, overnight with them in here. Mm-hmm. How my ears fare the next morning. Uh, let's see. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. And, That's the uh, thing, man. The no mm-hmm. stems, the stems look so yeah, bad. The they look dumb, the stems. No stems, man. That's the biggest uh, calling card or the drawing card for this, because the stems just look like dudes wearing like like elegant earrings. It's like douchewear. It's douchewear. I mean, it really looks like these elegant earrings from like a yesteryear when when women would wear like long like these big gaudy earrings to like the ball or something. It's just really weird when you see the like guys walking around with stems in their ears. Mm. These you can't even tell. Mm-hmm. No, you can't even. Go ahead, Q. No, I mean, that's that's what I love about it because I judge people. You know, the people who like walk around. And <laughs> Look at his stems. They don't take them out. <laughs> they just leave the fucking things in all, all the time. I uh, judge those people. I see them. I'm like, come on, man. I know exactly. <laughs> I think I know exactly who you're talking about, Q. <laughs> Good guy, but take the stems out. <laughs> I mean, what's up with the stems, bro? <laughs> Uh, the the company was co-founded by Ray J. I don't know what he's famous for, but anyway, uh, there are celebrities. I'm supposed to only pick one, but it's so hard. Uh, Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, Brandy, ooh, and J.R. Smith are obsessed right. with Raycons. Hey, add Walt Brian Q to the list. Are they are they spokespeople for the for the company? They said that they're obsessed with them. I don't know if they're spokespeople though. So that would be some fucking sweet company to be involved with, like you know, 
We couldn't even get in. If we're like, hey, we're obsessed too, they're like, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I'm sorry, is your name Brandy? <laughs> yeah, Brandy. Uh, didn't Brandy? Uh, you know what? Forget it. Uh, call to action. All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> now is the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash TESD. How much off? Uh, 15% off? off. 15, one five. Yes. That's buyraycon.com slash TESD for 15% off. Raycon wireless earbuds, buyraycon.com slash TESD. All right. And that's a legit ad. That's no bullshit right there. Yeah, no, that, that really is. Uh, I, I, I cannot rave enough about them. These are real. This is a real high quality uh, piece of merchandise right here. Hmm. Well, do your daughters do challenges? I think, did I ask you this already? I, I, what, like the uh, the ice bucket challenge? Yeah, that kind of challenge, that sort of stuff. They're not, they're not ones to be prone to, uh, to uh, fall into the trends of, uh, you know, like a challenge comes, like, you know, takes the internet by storm. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they, they looked at the green dress to see if it was black or green. They liked that challenge because that was easy. I'll do was look at a picture to see what color the dress was. Right. But the ice bucket one, uh, that was a bit too much. Uh, probably they would not probably, uh, they didn't want ice on them. They, they couldn't get all hyped up for that one. They need something a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit slower paced. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's good. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, some of these challenges, what the fuck? God damn it. Why oh, the cinnamon challenge, right? To shit. Uh, cinnamon challenge. Yeah. Uh, I, people have, um, come close to dying from that. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. I guess because you can't eat cinnamon, it does something that'll close up your throat or some shit. That's why people have a hard time breathing. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Here's some of the challenges, the Tide Pod challenge. We all remember that. Oh yeah. Yeah. They didn't get into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, good. They didn't get into Tide Pod. Uh, in my, I was hoping Sage would. I could have saved a couple bucks on feeding her, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, these these challenges where people get out of their car and dance around it uh, while a song is playing. The condom I challenge. I haven't seen anybody do that. Condom challenge, Walt. You you stick a rubber up one no, uh, nostril, deeply inhale, and then pull it out the other without gagging oh. and puking. Oh, my God. Why? I don't know. I don't know. 3 a.m. challenge. You wait until 3 a.m. to incite some poor paranormal activity. All right, bull. That's bullshit. Hot water challenge. Uh, pouring hot I water mean, on this- other people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, why? Why would you? Uh, I'm going to seem even older than I'm already coming off, but like this shit, we didn't have any of this nonsense. When we were when we were kids, this is not fun. It's too too much shenanigans and falderall. I, I agree. <laughs> Get off my lawn with that shit. Yeah, you don't want to hear the cock of a shotgun. Trust me. <laughs> Do you remember challenges, Walt? Like when we were young, like even the jackass stuff. Like we didn't really like. We, we, I didn't know anybody who was into like that sort of like self harm. You know. 
Well, I mean, are, are all these challenges um, harmful, though? Like, dancing around your car sounds kind of just, like, fun and goofy, you know? You just car, I'm sorry, the car's moving. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. What? Yeah, they'll they'll get out of the car as it's moving, and, like, because it's, like, at a very slow roll, like, just an idle. So it'll go only a few miles an hour. <laughs> but there are people who are, like, I guess they don't realize how to adjust their idle so that the car doesn't go too fast and either run them over or like they'll, oh, they'll wow. fall down and get all scraped up like that kind of shit. I, I challenge I, you to this, Walt. <laughs> I really just thought it was you, you, you stop at a red light, you get out and you just dance and, and around the car and get back in before the light changes uh, to green. That sounds mm. a bit safer. That's what the way, that's the way the challenge should have went. That's it. Why don't you do it? Like you, with the girls, just be like, I'm getting into challenges. We call this one the Chinese fire drill. <laughs> well, yeah, but there was challenges back in the day. Swallow goldfish. Get people jammed yeah. into a phone booth. What 1950s frat were you trying to join? <laughs> but they've been around since, you know, since as long as I can remember these challenges. So it's not as if this is a new thing, Q. Oh, you're right. You've sold me. You know, yeah, but, I mean, but always, why don't it has we to be something bigger, right? It always why has to be something video, bigger. But why don't we start a challenge of just doing the dance around the car, not moving? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and then, right, and the then way post it works, them. Walt, is you got to do the video, and then at the end of the video, you go, I challenge Brian Johnson. And then he okay. does it. Mm-hmm. But so you got to do it. So right. we're waiting on you. We're waiting on you to start it. Okay. The world's been waiting challenge for this. Accepted. The world's been waiting for this one challenge, only to introduce a far more tepid version of it. <laughs> the other night, I was breaking Sage's balls, and because uh, she's into all this challenge shit, and I told her, uh, I was like, "You got to go to bed." She's like, "Why?" Because she doesn't have school. I was like, "Well, you got to do schoolwork tomorrow." Blah blah blah. The whole thing. I said, uh, hey, how about this? I said, you don't go to sleep. I said, I'm going to do the uh, Elsa's wake up challenge. And because uh, Elsa's a character in Frozen. And she's like, what's uh-huh. that? I, I said, uh, I'm gonna, you're going to be sleeping. I'm going to dump a bucket of ice water all over you to wake you up. <laughs> and then she goes, she goes, challenge accepted. She goes, <laughs> and then she goes, it's on. And I go back into the bedroom. I didn't know Mary Beth could hear all this. And she was like, what? Why Why would you say that to her? She's going to do it. She's going to do it. And it's like, we don't always lock the door because sometimes it gets hot in there. So, you know, we have to open the door. So now she's uh, she's sleeping with one eye open because she doesn't know what Sage is going to come in her face water and pour it on her. <laughs> so I'll let you know how that one goes. What uh, I do that with- happened to me in the firehouse once. They, they, they woke me up like that with a bucket of ice water. Can that do something serious to you, like harmful? Uh, it felt at the time like it could. Yeah, it felt like it was going to kill me. Uh, and then when I and you saw their faces drop when I woke up, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "So this was a new yeah. venture on everyone's part." It's not like one of them was like, "Here's what's going to happen." They were like, "I wonder what no. will happen." <laughs> it was more like, "What could happen? What's the worst that could happen?" Right, right. And then that was that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it started a war. It started a war that lasted a year and a half, so it was good. It was it was, it was the right move on their part. See, that's exactly fun. why I wouldn't want to do it, though. I'm like, I, I would rather not do something to someone than have to worry about them doing something to me. 
Yeah, but there's a lot of, you know what a firehouse is, Brian? You know how like in the movies, like an angel pops up on one shoulder and a devil pops up on the other one? Yeah. A firehouse is like 12 other devils on one shoulder going, do it, do it. It's fucking funny. Do it, do it. It's that fucking funny. There are no angels. Um, Even the fucking captain's on the other shoulder going, yeah, yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> God, I missed that place. Yeah, that is a, that's a, I, I was talking recently about that. It was like, I'll never have a sense of fraternity like that, you know? Like, probably the last thing would have been like a basketball team in high school, but even that. Well, you can join the men's lodge. Men's lodge? Where's that? Yeah, the the Elks or something. Oh, oh like the have... raccoons? <laughs> yeah. What, what do the Elks do? Yeah, I think they do fundraisers and they do, they raise, try to do things to help the community, though. But, like, mm. I always see these lodges, you know, around town and I never see anybody going into them. So they must need, like, members as their members grow old and die off. I'm sure they're looking for, you know, youngsters to try to come in and, and fill the void of, we need you some know. young blood we got 80 percent of our guys got cleared out by corona <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can do that we, we kind of have that with the four color demons like should maybe we should buy or like a physical like, wait can you say that one more time yeah i didn't hear any of that what's that i didn't hear anything maybe we should buy what like a physical clubhouse, like how most oh, of the games, oh. they, they have them. Like, and, and get it done. You know what Can I mean? Can we get do it. It's on our own. Four-color fezzes? Uh, that, yeah, well, that, yeah, sure. <laughs> I can't Four tell you what I... Fezzes. I can't tell you what I hope to see as Patreon merch in the next couple months. <laughs> I want a four-color fez so bad. <laughs> oh, do you think, like, awesome. maybe maybe we could... We could, we could uh, merge with Ming's studio shared universe and, and make that, make it like a clubhouse slash podcasting thing. Brian, go hang, he can go hang out there. So we just take over some of his space. (laughs) 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 What are you guys doing here? What's with the, what's with the fezzes? (laughs) I mean, is there at least one for me? (laughs) (laughs) That would be cool. Did you have a clubhouse when you were young? Either of you guys? There yeah, me and Keck built one. You and Keck built one? Yeah, we bought we built it out of like old car like old car parts and, and you know, sheets of wood we found around. Oh. Huh. Sucked. It was fucking spiders and it was every time it rained it never drew it never dried it. <laughs> so you guys weren't like a couple of Davy Crockett's where you were like shaping wood and like making it No, no. no. We were like get that car hood out of the lake and let's just put it on this little roof. Like <laughs> There's advantages to growing up on a garbage dump. There's always something available that you can <laughs> All of Staten Island is one big clubhouse. <laughs> It's one big fort. <laughs> hey, he, he lives down the street in the Chevy. <laughs> did you have a clubhouse, Walt? I did not. Well, I mean, there was forts that, you know, people I hung out with were like, come on, you want to see our fort? Hmm. And, and there would be like, uh, inevitably in every fort I ever went to, there was one like um, total wrinkled, like coverless, um, ink the pages all stuck together from being getting wet, like old Playboy 
mm-hmm. uh, in the fort. There was always uh, somebody had to found a, like an old ratty tatty playboy in the fort, and uh, they was always down lower scenic. I remember. Oh yeah, and the and the fort was a lean to at best. It, it wasn't really a fort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a couple pieces of plywood. Yeah, it was kind of covered. It wasn't even as good as Q's. It doesn't sound like. <laughs> there were always those urban legends, though, like people with stashes of porn in the uh, in the woods and stuff. And there was a guy I remember. Mark London said that he stumbled across one uh, that had some liquor and some porn mags, and he was right. He actually did find it, uh, and then he stole it. And then the two guys who it belonged to found out almost immediately and started threatening him. Because when you're that young, you're like eighth grade. You're like, look at this treasure trove. Who's going to miss it? And the answer is a guy in like 11th or 12th grade that then wants to fuck you up. Understandably. Yeah. Mary Beth doesn't approve of my fort that I have in the backyard. <laughs> it's a lean-to with, with moldering playboys. <laughs> she can see me from that room. <laughs> Brian, stop it. The neighbors are going to call the police again. <laughs> yeah, a four-color demon clubhouse, man. I don't know. It sounds, sounds like something that would be like fun to just have. Like not build it, maintain it. Where could we? Where would the location be? The ideal location, Q. Well, if you're saying the stash is going out of business, I don't know that that's a hundred percent right. No, well, I mean the last the last update on the stash was I, I had actually had a, a good talk with Kev, and the plan is you know reopen when everything is lifted, and then when the lease is up in December, you know we'll. We'll re- reevaluate and see, you know, how much business came back, you know, after after all the ban- all the um, isolation stuff was uh, lifted, and, and see if you know it if it looks the outlook is bright or not, and then and then just make the decision then. So we, we but, you know, it could be that we may need to uh, find and uh, make our own fort. <laughs> yeah, one big enough for the poker table. You know, it doesn't have to be. Uh, I mean, as long as it's, as long as no spider and moisture gets in queue, I think you. I think we, any 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 yeah. place that we uh, we put the put our name on would be uh, would be cool. I think so. But would it? Where would what would be ideal though? I'm sure you wouldn't want it in Red Bank again. So like somewhere in between. Like I right? mean, we'd probably get better prices in between, right? Yeah, like right off one seventeen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, what's in between there. Staten Island and Red Bank for you, Q? Uh, where I am, where you around, like the Cheesequakes uh, State Park area. But I don't. All right. Know, another so Madawan. Yeah. So Madawan Hazlitt area. You're pretty sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, man. Let's see oh, if there's any any abandoned close. plywood uh, that I can <laughs> uh, I can score. Uh. <laughs> I wonder what the uh, the market will be like after this. Maybe people want to. They'll be renting stuff out a little cheaper than they normally may. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be bargains out there, but I mean, hopefully, it won't come to that. You know, that would be sad yeah. if it does. But uh, you know, you have to always, I guess, you know, plan ahead though too. I'd be a bummer, man. I'd be so bummed if this desk closed. Yeah, yeah, that would be crazy. I mean, I can't even imagine it. 
I like to go down there once every 15 days. You're like, it was my livelihood. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said it was a bummer. (laughs) (laughs) Not not devastating. Not a catastrophe. There you go. Uh, I mean, I I mean, I can't, I can't not lie and tell you, I mean, I've been sitting here and I, you know, quarantine and I haven't been thinking, I'm like, Oh my God. It's like, if we do, I mean, that last episode we're recording the stash is going to be very um, emotional. Yeah. That last day we close the stash will be, will be even more emotional. So it'll be, yeah. you know, I, like I told Kev, I mean, it'll be like when Mary taught that last episode of Mary Tom or when they left the newsroom. You think how many millions you know, of people? <laughs> How many millions of people will be watching? Oh, you should do like live stream it. It is like, yeah. I mean, if it were to happen, it is uh, the end of an era. There's no, there's no, I mean, it's a comic book store in this climate or the climate for the past fucking 10 years staying there as long as it did being uh, like a, a, a hub of red bank commerce, a destination for people all over the world and the fucking location of a TV show. I mean, oh, there's yeah, something to be a, said. It, it really oh, yeah. is a landmark. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure there's going to be a push to do some some events there. And hopefully, um, you know, there'll be still be an interest in, in people coming down after this is all said and done. Yeah. I mean, and if it closes, the worst part will be like some – nouveau rich rumson housewife will open up some bullshit store where she's like i'm into like decorative oil lamps and now it's a fucking uh-huh. oil lamp store oh you know? my god Imagine <laughs> <that>. nothing <laughs> will ever come in there they'll be able to replace that it'll no. be a long time before people um forget that that was the stash before anything else you know yeah who remembers bobby sucks <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be it. Like, can you imagine? Like, that's like the guy who's replacing Tom Brady in New England. That's what that the, the tenant that comes in after the stash. It'll never be able to fill those shoes. <laughs> I think once they come in, we organize a boycott just for having the fucking audacity. To, well, to try wait a minute, <laughs> but wait a minute, unless they say that we can record Tom C. Dave still there All right. after hours. That sounds fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the rental agreement. <laughs> Uh, boy is there anything you're truly afraid of not opening back up like once something opens other than the stash aside from the stash yeah like like a restaurant or any number i got my my concerns my life (laughs) (laughs) yeah practical jokers by not no yeah, I'm just wondering, like, do you miss anything? Do you miss a restaurant that much? Yeah. Yeah. I said to Stacey uh, the other day, we were texting, I was like, you know what I would do for a fucking the Mexican food right now? Mm-hmm. Like, I would just love Mexican food right now. And not the stuff they deliver, like, uh, no, rolls or something, no. like real stuff. Yeah, like, this is, I, got a, I got a couple of Mexican places in Manhattan that I like going to, and they're just like, Holy fuck! Because I can make Italian. Like I, I, I was doing that the other day. I made a bunch of sauce and whatnot, and, and you know I could order a lot of good things around me if I want. But you can't order good Mexican. You just can't. So I, I'm really, really jonesing for that. Hmm. Yeah. 
All right. What a downer. Hey, let's not think about let's not think about not eating Mexican food. Let's think about hanging around a clubhouse, whether it be the stash or uh, an yeah. old new clubhouse. You know, maybe you bring down a couple of car parts from uh, Staten Island. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? If we do end up having to rent some someplace, though, the good thing about that is uh, that rent, boys, is tax deductible. That's good stuff. You know what I'm saying? That is good news. Yeah. Yeah. So we got that. There you go, Walt. We got that. Yeah, we, got a, we got a deduction coming on our tax. <laughs> yeah. Turn that frown yeah, but, upside down, Walt. But uh, yeah. but it, in, I'm going to do with everything you know within my power once this uh, once this goes back to normal to make sure that uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. Over. Hmm? Well, you, have you considered cutting Gidham's pay? Um, or his throat? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, I'm going to try to do everything other than like, you know, lose any of my friends. You know, that's that's not something that I, I want to explore right off the bat. Hopefully that doesn't happen and we can all just rebound. But we'll try. If to you have to if you have to let someone go, is there an order that you see it happening at the stash? I mean, well, yeah, yeah he's la- he was last hired. You know, you know, you know, the rest of that sentence, right? Yeah. what if um what what if the challenge you start is the like surprise you're not really fired (laughs) but first you build it up like mike i gotta talk to you like you call (laughs) you know and uh and really get him to to a point where he's thinking fuck i'm done and then you're like psych I, I don't know if those are pretty challenges. Did you start smoking weed in the middle of this podcast? No. no. Hey, you want to say hi? Come here. Say hello. Say hello, God damn you. Oh, you little chicken. Sage staring Uh-oh. at me. Hey, I was telling Q and Walt about the wake up challenge where I'm going to pour ice water all over you. Wake you up. Yeah, you can. Oh, yes, I can. I'll cut you. Yeah. <laughs> she must be hearing all this throat cut and talk. I'll cut you. I'll cut you. Mm. I'll cut you. All right. Well. All right, boys. It's all always right, good boys. to talk, man. I mean, like, like once we're doing it, I'm like, oh yeah, like you miss it so much. You just fall into this like yeah. mindset of like this is just what today's going to be because it can't be anything else. Yeah. Yeah, this is fun. Like I said, I would, I would, we should do two episodes a week, man. And I know we're doing some, uh, some, uh, I buy comics soon, right? Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. We're rereading the stories. It's going to be good. Well, not all of us. I promise to go in completely and blindly ignorant as I do to most situations. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> That's how you excel. Yeah. Yep. That's the sixth personality trait that most people don't have that I do. <laughs> That's why I'm a winner. Challenge you, Dave. Oh, we're not doing it. I thought we have one more ad. I no, just the one ad I was excited to do. Oh, no. It was MeUndies and the, the uh, Razor. Oh, okay. Wait, what was the other what one? What happened to Blue Chew? Well, <laughs> Where's Blue Chew? A couple weeks. Uh, another couple weeks? Yeah. yeah, I think they do. I, I thought we were doing those ear pod things. Yeah, those are so sweet. That's coming up. Oh, do you like them? Oh, oh my God. These are the best. Are you using them right now? 
No, but, oh. <laughs> but I've never seen it. I'm not using any of your pods right now, but um, these are the sleekest, coolest pods. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in the future episode of Home Steve Dave. Uh, that, that'll hook them until uh, for next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These earpods, they, uh, you got some branded content coming your way. Yeah, they, they grab my attention. <laughs> Don't want to talk about Corona? <laughs> well, got some new yeah. earpods. <laughs> are they called earpods or airpods? Are, are they allowed to call these earpods? Probably just ear. I don't know. What are they called? Raycon. Earbuds are. Raycon? Yeah. Raycon. Buzz. Earbuds. Earbuds, yeah. yeah. Raycon earbuds, yeah. Did you get them, Q? I got them. I, I just set them up yesterday. I, I listened to oh. one song with them. I was like, oh, they sound pretty good. I love the packaging. I love the little bullet it comes in. Yeah, that thing was dope, man. The, the charging is pretty futuristic and cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just shocked at that, 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 you know, how. <laughs> I was just shocked that I actually got one of the products. That- <laughs> <laughs> You'll get the me undies. <laughs> <laughs> 